welcome back to a brand new episode. I'm Jess, and just before we get into it, I just want to apologize that there was no episode last week, but basically I was on voice rest. I lost my voice. It's been the most traumatic week ever, but we are here. I am here with two gorgeous ladies. That, can I just say, it's taken about five years to get them on this podcast. <laughs> so, would you like to introduce yourself? I'm Tisha. And I'm Erica. <laughs> this is exactly how we do it on Culture Slay. <laughs> and we're That's from right. Culture Slay. Mama's Code. Finally, I swear, this episode, ever since the beginning of summer, we're like, yeah, let's do it. And then I oh like, no. like, what the fuck? No, but we're all mums. That's the problem. No, so it's like, like everything gets in the way. Like, it wasn't even like, oh, it's just a little headache. It was like major things. Like, what the fuck? No, literally. On? There was one week after another, there was something yeah. going on. It was a nightmare, to be honest. But we're here now. But we're here. So, firstly, I would like to say that I absolutely love your uh, YouTube vlogs. Yay! I'm like a foodie person. So I'm like, oh my God, what are they eating today? And like, where are they going? Is it good? Is it not? And I'm not going to lie. If you're not a foodie person, like, what are you? Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. But you know, some people are like, no, just just fish and chips or like, ah, nah. But yeah, it's been well. Definitely I just wanted not. to ask, like, what what made you start this? Well, me and Tish, we've been friends for like years. Like Twenty say, years now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Twenty. Yeah. Yeah, 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 about that. We went second. We can bring the pictures up, but we're not going to do that. <laughs> no, no, no. Thank God that this is just a recording of the voice. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, yeah, we go way back, like school wise, and um, I don't know. I think the older we've got, we've become. Like we talk about, you know, our countries, our cultures, and we've realised that there's so many similarities, like with Jamaica and Colombia. And we was just talking about, you know, the stuff that people do on YouTube nowadays. And again, not mocking anyone, but it's like sometimes you just want to watch something that's educational at the same time during the process that you're laughing, but you're also learning things. And we were just talking and we were like, oh, my gosh, like we should really do a YouTube channel with feed. And I'm not going to lie. And Tisha can <laughs> say if I'm lying. I, know what not, but I literally thought that during this whole process that she was more of the food person, like she will be in for eating and she'll be fine. But I think it's literally shown us something completely different. Most certainly. Most certainly, mate. Yeah. So, yeah, we started with food, but um, obviously the whole, you know, the purpose behind it is also talking about subjects that people will still struggle to talk about um with like how life is today and and things that we might see in our own culture because we tend to talk a lot about our own culture without obviously realizing that there's literally two different cultures here but there's a lot of similarities Similarities, yeah Mm -hmm. and it's good for other people to witness too because I want to kind of say that our channel is kind of educational so Mm -hmm. I don't know if you watched the episode I don't know what episode number it was do not ask me but it's how well we know the world and we had to drink the smoothies if we got the questions wrong (gasps) like for me I'm disgusting it was so horrible I couldn't even (laughs) yeah literally (laughs) for real it was stuff but we learned so much doing that and we just learned stuff by tasting the food and going places and stuff so like you know what it's fun it's funny it's serious it's real do you know what I mean and I like the little aspects of stuff <laughs> is what is it expensive oh please let's not even go there me. I cannot <laughs> it's trust me it can be 
I've literally said to Tisha, I was like, well, I think we should do like a GoFundMe page. Like, guys, support our channel. Like, start chipping in because this is long. Spot- no, you know, get, get the freaking places to sponsor you. You know, there's there's people that will be like, you know, these... Uh, Up and coming? Yeah. Oh, okay, like, yeah. The restaurant. Oh, I'm an influencer. I can get you people. Like, just pay for me to eat your food. Or I'm not paying because I'm an influencer. And it's like, babe, like, come on. I know. <laughs> I know. It's That's a really very smart cheeky. idea. It's really cheeky, but listen. It's a good if idea. Cook, you can get like these things. Yeah. No, you know what? Um, because of the channel, there's people that's actually contacted us to, for us to actually go to their restaurant. So people are seeing our YouTube channel. It's clear that people are liking the the content behind it. The fact that mm-hmm. we're not only are we rating your food, but we're actually discussing like the similarities that their rice might be to like un arroz con pollo or like the you know. Don't like, know what that is. Oh, chicken rice, man. Chicken and rice. Uh. But yeah, like we are getting there. Hopefully, it gets bigger. But I it is a lot, a lot a, of work. Yeah, I was gonna say it's a, it's a really big process because I think one thing is recording a voice that n- n- people can just hear you, and another thing is bringing your camera along to places that some people might not even want you to record, and then that just throws your whole day off. Yeah. And if you record, did we record the right things? Is the light okay? Like there should yeah. be so much. And, That's and exactly it. And- that's you're and so on the ball that's exactly what that right. you probably can't cut away from the video without it looking like flawless mm. so my hats do go off to you I've I, I I tried to do a YouTube channel I did one video and I was like yeah this is long <laughs> a lot of people give up and I do see why but I mean I'm glad that Tisha's the one because she's the one that does all the editing and everything behind yeah. it I'm just mm. there talking that's that's my job just talk <laughs> Do you know what? And you're great at talking. You know you are. Fantastic. You do not stop. I'm going to go in with how does culture affect a child's development? And I know that this is like, hold on a minute. We were just talking about food. But the word culture isn't just food and dance and music. So You know what? It's so vital to know where you're from um it's it's your identity if you think about it so yeah it's good to get to know other people's cultures and dib and dab but getting to know your own culture like where did you come from what is it you're into when you find people that do not know any of their background for for example those have been adopted those who have no roots or don't know where they're going like yes they may have loved loving parents they may get spoiled they may have it all but what is that without knowing who you are that culture is deep man it can go far yeah no you know what I'm I'm gonna agree with what um Tisha's mentioned there in regards of identity I think the the difference between me and T is that um obviously my household we we have to run two cultures yeah we've got the Nigerian side because of my partner and then you've got the Colombian side which is my side of family right and um for for me it's it's so not saying that for tea isn't it is for both of us because that's why we we ended up doing the channel but it's so important like Tisha said for their identity and the reason why is because I grew up I went to an all-girls school which um Tisha went to the same school and no I didn't get bullied I didn't experience the stuff that other Afro-Latinas that I'm aware of have experienced in their own schools um but I can definitely definitely say that I always felt like I didn't belong neither in the black side 
or the white side because it's it's just I just didn't know anything about all I knew was I'm literally a Latina and that was it I didn't know nothing in regards to my history um it's just something that and just you might be able to relate it's just something that you grow up with the whole I'm Latina and that's it where's your parents from Colombia and that's it there's nothing more to it our parents didn't grow up with their history in regards of slavery and everything behind that and why there's obviously light-skinned um people in our country or why there's white with blue eyes or what there's there's none of that um um history behind things now in 2020 when there was the Black Lives Matter march um I remember saying to my partner oh my gosh everyone's tagging me there was like a, a picture going past of um representing not representing um being proud that you're a black queen and for me I felt so awkward posting a picture of myself saying oh um I'm proud to be a black queen because it was like but I'm not black and then all the conversations with my partner because he knows too much of like he has a lot of knowledge with um history um he was like you do know that um Colombian's not a no Latin yeah Latin's not a race and I was like uh, what like at the big 30 year old I'm getting told that it's not a race and I was like are you all right and he was like I know it's hard for you to hear because you've grown all your life thinking it is a race but babe let me tell you now it's not and I was thinking what no you can't tell me that this is not a race yes it is don't even try and change my mindset at big age 30 so then I literally started digging more into the um history and I ended up doing a DNA test um just to find out about my roots and I that the whole like literally list that I had and the second one that I had from my list was Nigerian so I've got Nigerian in my blood right but in the DNA it also talks about um, Meso-American which is also in Dihana so we have that like my blood we have a lot of mix but we have more Afro like more black in our blood more African than obviously the um the indigenous side now for me it was important to know that because my kids unfortunately there's so much ignorance in the world that only look at the color of your skin they don't look at nothing else. So if you're not dark enough, if you're black or white, exactly. Mm. And I went through that. I still get it now by my own people. Like, oh, are you sure you're black? Cause you're too light. And I'm just <laughs> like, huh? I was like, sorry, what? Like, so you have to be dark so that you can say that you're black. So I didn't want none of my kids to um, grow up as much as they're very aware that they're, you know, they're half African and half Colombian. My thing was like, I do not want anybody to make you feel like you're not black enough because you're very black. Do you know what I mean? So for me, it was like, I needed to do that DNA, but I need my kids to grow up and know like, listen, this is your roots. This is the history behind things. And slowly, because obviously I've got an 11 and a four year old, the way I explain things to an 11 year old is not the same way that you explain to a four year old. So it's knowing how to have those conversations. But if I'm really honest, it all comes from home. Schools can educate you in a certain way. They can teach you certain things. But realistically, it's what you as a mom or you as a dad or you as parents, because, you know, sometimes you've got separate household, the importance of um. <laughs> the importance of obviously having that conversation with your child so that there isn't that lack of like, identity and for them just to know that there are ignorant people in the world that might try it you can talk can't you? i told you yes i can i told you she's very good at talking <laughs> i just want to add that some people will say culture is just like people say music food and like traditions that run in the family <laughs> but culture can be the values that you're raised with the morals that you're raised with religion and everything else it's not just for instance like white people like white english their culture is not just fish and chips and sausage and mash their culture is 
whatever they were raised at home with. Yeah, and it's quite sad, you know, because for somebody, like, let's talk about someone that's Bengali or from the Caribbean or Latin, you can go into it, you can get deeper in every aspect, like black people, black people, people, you know, like, the history is deep with that. And I think that's a well-known thing with Latin, you know, Latinas, you know about they've got their own history as well. The Asian, they've got their history. But what is quite sad is the fact that when we think of white people, we say, do they even have a culture? Like, I'm not going to lie. That was my ignorance. Oh, same. I used to say the same thing. That's what I mean. You just think, oh, fish and chips, pie and mash, sausage and mash, but it goes deeper as well. There's some deep stuff with, like, you know, other cultures where, unfortunately, Americans and, and English people have a lot that have taken. Um, Spanish people have a lot that have taken. I'm talking about the whites, you know, because, I mean, there's different colours Spanish people, but it's it's it goes really, really deep, really deep. But, again, it's all the history that you would obviously... Some people are even scared to find their own history. Some people are scared to actually know where, like, where they actually come from. Flipping, it on, the head if, though, flipping mm. it on the head, I'm scared to tell my daughter our history because she is right. such, she's seven, she's going to be eight at the end of the year. And she's such a sensitive soul. Yeah. Like the smallest thing can make her cry. She watched Pinocchio the other day and she was crying her head off right she She is very emotional so for me to talk about slavery and where we came from and how we were treated and stuff like that it's very hard to stop your children because this is where I was it was hard for me to stop your children from hating the the race that caused those issues and how do I do that we're not talking about now we're talking about then, but I can understand the pain because culture, even though we weren't the ones that were enslaved and we weren't the ones that were, you know, assaulted, we, it's so mad that how the pain still runs in your veins just thinking about it, even you though we weren't the ones that You do. Everyone will look at you as a black person and instantly think, oh my God, slavery and yep. yeah, like this because of that. And it's like, well, you're categorizing us all, but it's just the past that you've not let us let go of because we can't it's engraved into our dna like you said it's not we can't turn a blind eye to it yeah and in some situation like you know even now with or without history people make you very aware the fact that you're black Mm -hmm. there's injustice still happening now that our kids are definitely going to be witnessing because as much as we want it to change i mean i i don't even have hope that i think things are getting worse now if i'm really honest I know that it was a lot worse years ago, but in regards to like social media is portraying it, it's, it's getting very clear of how the racism is. Like, you know, in, in America, it's very um, obvious like how the police treat the black community, you know, and our kids are one day, they're going to have that technology and they're going to see that. So as much as we want to try and explain certain things so that they don't, they don't become, you know, angry against the the white culture unfortunately they're going to be seeing it with their own eyes and there's only so much that we can potentially do to obviously help them be affected by that do you know what I mean it's difficult it's a really difficult one on a positive note though like culture is exciting to teach your children do you know what I mean so going back to the question of how important it is it's so important and it's, it's 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 something that 
you can you can use it to like take your children on holiday to see different cultures and to embrace your own culture let them you know teach let them have the tongue to teach other people about your culture it can mm. be fun you know so yeah there's there's like with me on my side as a as a black woman it, there is pros and cons teaching your little eight-year-old daughter about history and culture and stuff from the past but it's not all bad you know like mm-hmm. there's good in it as well we've got to learn to love it and embrace it do you think that obviously now that you you've lived you know 30 years or so of being a black woman and you've become more my my wow my mind just went blank <laughs> you've learned so much over the past few years and with all the issues that have come up and now you're raising a little black girl you know perhaps what was missing when you were growing up to find that identity and to feel confident as that black little girl that you're able to pass on to your daughter do you think that that will help you to for her to have more confidence and self-love basically standing to the world and saying like I'm black proud and this is this is who I am and I'm proud about it yeah I mean my parents are my dad is very he's a historian he's got a his brain is so huge like he's got Mm -hmm. all the information in the world and he was not going to withhold that from me so I grew up knowing everything things were not hidden from me um and the way they did it was amazing because I didn't feel like traumatized I was sad but I knew how to manage my feelings and at first, when I was younger, I was like, I want to be a bit lighter and I want to have straighter hair. Why? Because there's every Barbie doll and every baby in this toy store mm-hmm. and every game on the, every, um, what do you call it? Uh, you know, like a, a sim or whatever on the computers. They are white. Yeah. Growing up at my age, when I was little. Mm-hmm. Now there's a little bit more use that you can show your children look there's a there's a black barbie doll have you not seen the reactions to the little mermaids oh my gosh tell right? me yeah those little girls have not seen a proper disney princess who is the color of my this, skin yeah, yeah. yes there is tiana from princess and the frog princess and the frog yeah but how however that doesn't real, really that doesn't disney. really touch that doesn't really yeah. You know, they saw Ariel as a white girl. Cool, that's fine. I love Little Mermaid, my favourite Disney film of all time. But the little girls that were looking at that, they were screaming, they were excited. Why? Because it's rare. It's so, so rare. And the reason, that's why these little black girls want to be like, I want to have straighter hair and find it hard to love their identity because it's not Mm normalised. It's really not normalised. And I feel like, thankfully now... It's becoming integrated. It's becoming more equal-ish. It will never be equal. I don't think, it, in my opinion, we're never, we can have as Same. much merchandise <laughs> as the other. We're still not going to be equal. We're still going to be a little bit lower. But I feel like we've got a lot more help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As me as a mother, than my parents did. I've got more help to teach my daughter to embrace herself than my parents did at my um how many other years about 25 years ago like I think it's changed dramatically in a good way but it's still very you can still see the stick that comes with it you know and it's hard it's sad but it's harder for me because my daughter I actually see that she's like mum can I get my hair straightened and I know like 
I get my hair straightened all the time, but I didn't get my hair straightened until I was 16 years old. I didn't even think about getting my hair straightened at eight years old. Like, I wasn't, it wasn't a thing for me. And I'm like, yeah, you can when you're older, but you, you know, your hair's beautiful, right? Like, you know that I've got to try and, like, you know, you can do loads of stuff with your hair, right? That like your hair, you can do more stuff with your hair than they can do with it. Like, you know what I mean? I'm trying to, and it's not a race thing, obviously. It's just a matter of, I don't want anyone to get offended by what I'm saying. I'm just living, I'm just saying my truth and my experiences. My daughter finds it, she speaks to me and some of the things she says, it's quite painful to hear. And I don't know how to articulate myself and fix that. These are things that I don't even express outside of my home. And I'll probably speak to my mum or my dad. And I'm like, what do I say? Like, what do I do? Like, why does she feel this way? And it's hard. And I and it's just, it's really like, even thinking about it is like ugh, choking up. Like, it's sad. And, and you know what? And I think also we're part of a generation that is so advanced to ha- when back when we were. Like, I think these kids now are so woke. And it's like, we're all young parents that, at the moment we can keep in line with all the trends and what's going on and how to speak to our kids because we're still we still got the, those like teens in our <laughs> in mm. our soul but the older we get whether it's one five years our kids those five years to them in their generation surrounded by young kids from all around the world is that they're they're fucking advanced like honestly yeah like I, I don't get it they yeah are they even kids <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I thought, oh, the way my daughter just teaches me stuff now is like crazy. And no, like no. you're saying, like sometimes they'll ask you questions or they'll say something, and you and you just feel finessed by them. You sit yeah. there like, wow, yeah, you gave me my own medicine. Yeah, and listen, and my kid is only three, and lately I've experienced mm. that, and I sit there and I'm like, and I look at my partner, I'm like, wow, mm. he's only three, like. So they make you want to learn though they they yeah. they, they get you into this whole I'm thing okay i'm gonna have to, to learn now yeah no, yeah no no for real like you they make you want to learn because you also have to find a way of how to meet halfway with them how to um teach them certain things so in one way yeah like it's um it's like oh this is long why am i having this conversation at this age but then in another way it's so good because you're also learning at the same time that they're learning without them obviously knowing that you're learning because they wouldn't know that they just were like oh yeah my mom is telling me some good information because that's all they they know um like i totally agree with what teacher was saying like, right now we do have a lot of help compared to what our parents had because now i'll say disney is doing quite a lot with their films um, we can obviously just we can relate with teach in regards of seeing the excitement of black girls um, with a with a Disney film um, like The Little Mermaid is it's absolutely huge for us our big moment was seeing Encanto having an Encanto Colombian film and seeing you know Las Arepas like you know the stuff that we on literally on a Disney film that that's that was like everything to us to the point where now we can't wait until they make it into like real people film like they're doing now with The Little Mermaid but I think the reason with The Little Mermaid for me is so huge is because all Disney films princesses they were all white until Tiana came in but we don't have no um like real people film with Tiana we've only got Snow White um we have Cinderella um even though Brandy did a Cinderella but yeah but Brandy was it Brandy she did Cinderella um years ago but that was like Yeah. yeah but that was like the one the one out of all the Disney films that they have. So seeing The Little Mermaid, of course, it was a shock for the ignorance. I'll say the ignorance because I don't think it's a shock for any of us to be like, yes, represent, represent. 
I won't lie, people probably hate me, but I still prefer Coco to Encanto, so oh, do not tax me. <laughs> anyway, so this question's for Erica. Um oh, okay. because you speak Spanish and your partner is Nigerian, he obviously speaks English. Mm-hmm. You actually have a mother tongue to penetrate their brains with. Mm-hmm. And I just want to know if you think it's it is important to keep that Spanish running through them. Listen, because you... I know a lot of people that are Spanish, like mm. our Colombians speak Spanish, but they didn't bother with their kids. Perhaps not because they didn't bother because they're lazy, but perhaps because they have no one else to speak Spanish to. Um, I'm not going to even sit here and lie to you guys and say to you, like, oh my gosh, yeah, I speak strictly Spanish at home because that's a total lie. Um, and everyone that has been around me on, they know they know exactly what I what I answer when it comes to that. Now, I used to be a hypocrite, yeah, because back in the day, I used to see parents that literally just spoke English to their um, to their kids. And I was thinking, like, you're full on Colombian, mate. Like, why are you not speaking Spanish to them? However, um, I was born here. So with my sister it was always spanglish like it was never like oh i'm just strictly talking spanish it was never like that it was strictly spanish with my parents yeah because they were both colombian there was no other language in the house apart from spanish um but when it was me and js myth like it's spanglish all the way every day now in my household as much as i obviously i'm a salsa dance teacher so that, that you listen to Spanish music left, right, and center in this house, as well as Afro beats, as well as um, you know, back in the day, um, that proper traditional um Nigerian music, yeah. But in regards of me speaking it, my older son, um, he grew up with me, my mum, my sister, so it was always Spanish in the house. So he seemed to pick it up a lot quicker than what my daughter has. My daughter grew up with mummy and daddy and brother so everything's English and Spanish but it's more English than Spanish so with Jalen he understands it he speaks it he writes it and he can read it yeah completely fine with Sarai she understands it but her struggle is to speak it and I'll be really real with you it's a struggle for me to just speak Spanish because I've never done it all my in my life there's always been English involved and obviously I don't live with my parents anymore so it's one of them ones where Spanish is not always not always there so the thing that I do like I am blessed with is the fact that they do speak to my mom and my dad and my sister every day <laughs> well with my sister they speak English but with my mom and my dad they know that it's strictly Spanish and my parents go on like they don't understand English so they have to take out the Spanish from wherever it comes from with Jalen he's really um self-conscious so his thing is like oh mom but I don't speak like you and Dia um I sound really fresh because that's his lingo now yeah okay so he says I sound really fresh and I was like mate I'm not expecting you to sound like me and Dia when your whole dad speaks English and your whole mom speaks English like it doesn't work like that but as long as you literally can defend yourself because when I'm taking you to Colombia mate they will eat you alive they will eat you alive and I ain't got time to be touching prison in Colombia. So let's keep it moving and let's get that Spanish, like, you know, rolling. As with Sai Sai, um, she just looks at you and she'll be like, bien, si, gracias. Like very basic, but she won't won't have a full-on conversation as to how she will with um, English. However, I will say it is very, very important and the only reason why I say it's very important is because you have no clue what doors you're going to be touching when you're older because I have Spanish 
there are a lot of things that I can do because I literally have two languages. The fact that I can translate for like, you know, schools, for um, doctors, for nurses, all of that is a huge, huge deal. You get extra money because you speak another language. Business-wise, you can have a business in Spain, in Colombia, in anywhere in South America, because you've got the Spanish and it's even a top bonus when you've got English as well so for me it's really important I am trying my best with my daughter but I'm not going to say oh my gosh yeah it's Spanish all the time myth that's a lie but I do find it very important and those that actually have you know a partner that speaks Spanish I'm not gonna lie I do become a bit like "Mm, why does your kid not speak English I mean um, speak Spanish I'm not gonna lie because I think if I had a Colombian um, partner 100% Spanish would be literally injected, mate. No social services out here just saying, huh? No, but you know, (laughs) you say that and like, so obviously my kids, my kids in nursery and obviously they speak English there, obviously, but they, they always tell us like, keep speaking your, your Spanish to him. Yeah, correct. Important. And at home, I am with him for most of my day and I speak. 24 7 Spanish to him obviously I'll have the Brilliant. word here and there that I'm like because ah, I'm, I'm so much more fluent in English because mm-hmm. I don't live with my mom anymore like you were saying Erica so yeah. for me it's like oh, I don't want to speak Spanish and when I speak Spanish to like when I go to Colombia I feel like a complete retard like yeah and everyone's like <laughs> yeah. why do you talk like that and I'm like oh, it's so embarrassing and I'm fluent but obviously like I sound like a gringa yeah um, oh my gosh so how do you do it because John's Colombian so what yeah, do you do in your house? And he he so he's very Caleño. He's still got his accent, like, and we speak Spanish to Leo, but he replies to us in English. He understands us, but I'm like, and I look at him, and I'm like, hablo en español, like speak Spanish. And Is he? Like, he's like, ¿por qué? And I'm oh. like, but it's really hard because it's like like you're saying, it's like it's not that you're lazy. It's just for them, it's so much easier to learn English just the, the vocabulary is much easier so if they're always talking English to us right. we decide to be like oh let's just talk English so yeah so yeah like when we're out like I like to speak more English because if a stranger comes and says something to him I want him to understand what they're saying and for me it's easier to say you can't speak to this person because this and this or what they said is wrong or blah 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 like see because Jalen's older no it's so funny so because Jalen's older yeah and I know this is really bad but with him if there's something that we see in the street my guy that's when he remembers that he knows how to speak in Spanish so be like hey my mommy that kid and I'm just like oh yeah you know how to speak Spanish look at you I was like why don't you say it in English and we'll literally we even give Sam my partner yeah we give him codes when we're out so we're like if someone stinks yeah we're like "Mm, Sam already knows (laughs) even I know what that is now (laughs) I'm telling you even my daughter she understands it's absolutely hilarious like them code words we teach him but sometimes Jalen will go on it and be like mom did you see but everything would be in Spanish so when they get older I'm not gonna lie to you it does come in handy because sometimes you ain't you ain't got time to be exposing stuff in English even yourself but then but then the person next to you on the bus will turn around and be like hey and you're like, oh, damn, they speak Spanish. Then if that's the case, I've always taught him. I was like, mate, you hold that to your chest and be like, yeah, you've got chucha, mate. Mama, I love you. My last question to both of you. What does culture mean in your family? Oh, one word. Everything. <laughs> I was going to say empowerment. <laughs> Look at me coming close to the camera. 
everything yeah definitely we live like I breathe it I can I if I'm even stressed and I put on some reggae I yeah. can be without and I said to myself I cannot be with anyone that doesn't f with my music because I need to be <laughs> yeah. playing that when I'm cooking when I'm cleaning when I'm in the car like not all the time but when I'm stressed listen that's music is for me is the top of my culture like even the vibes the people everything I just love it I love it I love my culture to the top like I could never change that you mad <laughs> Jamaica <laughs> in the house <laughs> oh stop it that needs no. to be do you know what? Listen. Last week we went to see uh, um, Get Up Stand Up Bob Marley in the theatre. Oh, I saw oh, that in February. How sick was it? Oh, we oh, lost it. need to go. It like, was amazing, no, right? Well, yeah, like we're big fans, but to see like that the word culture was coming out of like literally out. Of their yeah. Body. Like as soon yeah. as we walked in and they started singing, we were like, wow, like. It was just amazing to see the whole thing, and obviously, like where we know his story and his whole, mm. we like honestly we love him. To see how they projected it on stage was just like they did an amazing job. Like it's a vibe, man. It's a vibe. Such a good vibe. Like we literally came out. We were like, so shall we come again? <laughs> like I've seen Thriller live, and Thriller was shit. Like it has nothing. Like honestly, well now you need to actually go to Jamaica then. Um, you know what? If you can tolerate Colombia, you can tolerate Jamaica. And if you love Colombia, you love Jamaica. Because the way Erica talks about Colombia, yeah, and I'm like, wait a minute, like we can, we can, we can vibe together. You know? Like one hundred, go boom, I make a massive explosion, bro. Honestly, <laughs> like it is. There's so many similarities, and like, yeah, you went from your blogs and stuff. Like it's literally like, obviously, I've met I've met people from Jamaica as well. I've had friends from there, and it's like. We're so similar, like even our upbringings and the values and morals that yeah, yep. parents bring. But there's types of Jamaicans that you don't want to be associated with. I'm not going to yeah. put it out there. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. But that's the same with Colombian. But I think that's the same with any culture. Like, if you even yeah. think I'm like that, that is another culture <laughs> in Jamaica. That is not Jamaican. Do you know what I mean? No, no, but, like, <laughs> no, 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 but I think that's like with any culture. Trust me when I tell there's you. always that kind that you do not want to be always. mixed with. Oh. Always, always, always. Sorry, no, no, thank you. Erica, I like your response to empowerment. I think it's it really helps with the identity of our kids as well. Definitely. Like, like you said, I'm sure all of us growing up was a bit tricky trying to fit in because everyone, mm-hmm. I mean, for me, and I'm I'm not black and I'm not white, I'm right in the middle. And I was called the brown girl and no one wanted to be my friend because I was brown. You see? For me, mm-hmm. Like Erica said, for me, it was like, well, I'm Latina. And yeah. they're like, where's that? What's that? What's Colombia? And, and yeah. That's my response to when I first met Erica. I didn't know Latinas. Yeah. But then if you speak about Pablo Escobar, all of a sudden they remember what Colombia is. And not that's even, when it becomes not a problem. Me, at no, age, well, not you. Me, yeah, at yeah, age, yeah. Didn't know mm-hmm. about no, but with yeah, the boys I in St. Bonds. When I was five. No, with, <laughs> no, but I, in St. Bonds. I didn't even know so, who that was. No, because secondary schools when I found out all the than the, all the nonsense obviously before that yeah when you're little you don't hear none of that but in secondary school but I think it was mainly the boys in the other because obviously my my school was all girls and we the opposite school they were all boys but the boys there the Latin boys they're the ones that experience more with the whole sorry the whole um Pablo Escobar or the drugs and it was just like wow I didn't get it tough but hearing my boys that went to the other school and they were boys like 
your own teachers will be saying certain things like mm. I mean it was just a total mess so all of a sudden it's like they do know who you are but then they act like they don't know who you are so it's like what is it bro like do you know us or you don't know us mm, it's just how you think for me they didn't know and I think it was hard for me because obviously my parents were immigrants and they were scared to even be noticed because they'd get put on a flight back <laughs> Back no but that's what i'm saying our country is that so it it's, it's like, also be quiet and get on with yeah it. no not only that but it was imagine even them trying to dig into the history they wouldn't because if you was too black you don't have opportunities if you even had an ounce of like blood like black in your blood you're literally less than everybody else so people wouldn't dig into their history yes okay they look at their um color complexion but unfortunately in colombia you do have levels of skin tones so obviously if you've got the white you have bare opportunities like you're living your best life yeah then you've got the light skin um which i come into that which is called trigenia because that that's a word that they actually have over there which i've explained to teach that they have black um trigenia and white which is absolutely wild to me um but you've got trigenia you could sort of get away with certain things you sort of have a couple of opportunities now when you've got black in that um id that you carry back home myth what opportunities do you get Meghan markle is the perfect example there you go there you go you know what i mean and i don't want to get into that but that's the perfect example so that's what i'm saying the importance of that's why i say culture's empowerment because once you know your history once you know like where you come from what you have in your blood and who you are as a person it doesn't matter if you've got the ignorant person there you can educate them in the most polite way possible because i don't believe that you should educate someone with anger don't agree with that because it will go in one ear come out the other but be very surprised how many people actually indulge education with respect and how you can close so many people's um little brain cells do you know what I mean so that's why I say for me culture is empowerment because you can educate a lot of people in the most respectful way ever just saying (laughs) I want to I want to get a DNA test on that DNA ancestry thing do it I've applied for it, you know, I haven't done it yet. I've, I get the emails to remind me to do it, but I ain't done it yet. I'm going to do no, it. No, do it, guys. Yeah, do it. Myself for Christmas. Yeah, do it. That's exactly when I did it. I did it during Christmas vibes. Yeah. Ah, Literally, me and my partner, me and my partner looked like we was waiting for like a pregnancy test. We were sitting there and I was like, oh my gosh, the test is here. Should I open it? I'm so scared. And we're like, open it, open it. It's wicked. Amazing. That goes to show how important the culture is. Look how, excited, look how anxious you were. Yeah, Imagine yeah. somebody that didn't even know where they came from. Can you imagine? Can you imagine what they ha- would be feeling? No one hearing my son. Me and Erica know someone that their mum was adopted and she knows nothing about her past. You see? She looks like, do you know who I'm talking about? <laughs> and she looks like she's got black in her roots because her facial features, but they've been trying to track back for... Oh. And she, they don't know anything. And it's so that- sad. And it's just like, it's, it's like... you that's the sense of belonging to something when you do know where yeah. you are from or what yeah. forms you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I can't wait to do that. No, do it, babe. Do it. You'll be surprised. Again. You'll be surprised at all the stuff that you've got in you. I've got to raise a black king and a black queen, man. Now I'm trying to just... That's right. This is all, like, empowering me to yeah, make yeah, sure yeah. I do it right, man. It's no, hard, and you though. will. No, and you will. You will, because we're so we're so into it you know yeah, right. we we know the importance that um everyone has their own journeys you know like I've got mine you've got yours so it's just so important for them not to go through stuff that maybe we saw or that we've been through they probably will wanting, but... they will but at least they have the armor 
they have yeah. the armor to defend and themselves. And what else you said as well is that when they come asking you questions, you end up learning more and you end Correct. up trying to growth yourself as well to tell them, okay, because there might even be questions that we've never asked ourselves, but they're asking us. And as the mm-hmm. adult, we're like, give me one second. Yeah, no, they will. No, they will. No, they will have those questions because I'm educating my parents. Like I said, in our culture, our history, they don't do none of that that type of history, or they don't want to know, or they just don't want them their kids to know, you know. So it's me telling my dad, "Oh my gosh, dad, you know we've got Nigerian in us," and he was like, "Yeah, I always knew," and I was like, "No, you didn't because you've always that he was Ghanaian, all right." (laughs) So don't even go there. (laughs) I was like, "Don't even go there." Ladies, okay. thank you so much. Today has been amazing. Um, honestly, I couldn't wait for this conversation. And everyone's probably thinking, uh, well, they're not supposed to be talking about food, but you know, no. you have to give it a No, we do another one it's about food. Culture Let's slay. Down the line. Yeah. Nah. Oh God, this is called culture slay. One of your vlogs, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll <laughs> yeah, because you love your food. <laughs> Oh no! You know thank you so much and for send having us. Some recommendations as well to where you want us to go, whatever. Yeah, like, whatever. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I would love it. I would love it. I would love um, to try something new as well um, from your mouth and from what you think we should try. But yeah, thank you so much, ladies. Thanks for having us, Jess. Mama's Code.